All my friends are dead. <laughs> He'd be you know, uncomfortable. Can you imagine they get a concert in this little short five three duty? How you doing? Welcome to the Tay Visual Podcast. This is episode four. I got a special guest with me. Today I got a comedian, actor, host, promoter. Talented, special. Damn, you did your research. <laughs> you did your comedy research. Goon, I got to, bro. I got to. Comedy goon, Mario the comic, man. Whoa. Give him some claps, tear it up for him, man. We got him in on episode four. We're going to chop it up about a lot of things, but before we get to all that, this episode is sponsored by the t- shoptavisual.com, 25% off TV POD. Y'all already know what to do with that. Y'all heard the man, bro? Did y'all hear this man? Y'all right. heard him. All right. Now, 20, 25% off on the what? On what? ShopTVisuals.com. Come on, man. ShopTVisuals.com. Now, um, we got him on here, and he specializes in comedy, but he wants to let his fans know that that's just not what he does. Yeah, that's not, that's not, um, comedy ain't all that I do, but the thing is, like, I don't want to, I want people to think that I don't care about comedy, uh, right. if I used it to try to get to a certain area or nothing like that, it's just, you know, I never wanted to be inside of a box. All right. You know, like, I wanted to be a rap artist at first, but... I can't rap. I'm not. I'm not skilled. Uh-huh. I know how to make some music. I got a good ear for it. You feel me? Right. Like you know, if I had an artist that I was managing, I'm pretty more than sure. A I lot would. of artists can't rap, though. True that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that is true. That's a, a lot of artists can't a rap. A lot of artists can't rap. You know what I'm saying? Well, don't know how to. Right. I'm gonna say don't know how to. Uh, they can make a hit though. They can make a hit, and I think that's really what it's about the business side of it. So I, I tapped into uh, that side a lot, mm-hmm. the business side. You know, just the basic stuff, like you know, just me uh, understanding uh, the streaming. You know, us uh, understanding, know how to promote, the and I pretty much took, yeah, I use that with my comedy. Mm-hmm. Like I promote myself like a rap artist, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? All right so. now, going back to where it first started because you was a comedian before. Social media, Instagram, right, right, yeah. Twitter, and stuff. You back with Vine. Then. Yeah, I was, I was, I've been doing comedy since 2010. Uh huh. And Just, how did you get into comedy? Uh, I'm not gonna lie, man. Some drastic stuff happened mm-hmm. in my life. You know, I was at like a, I was at like a, a mental wall. Mm-hmm. I really didn't, I ain't really give a fuck too much. Before I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't care, <laughs> I didn't care too much. Uh, uh, I won't say I didn't care. It's just like man, I wasn't, I wasn't happy, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I was a dad. My daughter was like about one and a half. Man, I wasn't. She about two years old. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't happy, dog. In a good you know, space. I was trying. I, I wasn't in a good space at all, man. I was nine to fives. That never was my thing. I tried hard at that. Mm-hmm. You know, the streets. It wasn't looking too swell. <laughs> <laughs> my future wasn't looking too bright with that. Uh-huh. <laughs> And that's ten, and that's ten years ago. And yeah, man. On your story, be, um, before you um move forward, I want to talk about that nine to five because that's a big topic with the millennials and our generation. You're a little right. bit older than me, but that's a big topic. Should somebody would you go with a nine to five or be an entrepreneur? You I'm chose the entrepreneur. I chose. I'm, but it's something wrong been, with the I've nine been, to five. I'm, I'm uh, I uh, January twenty fourth is my birthday. Mm-hmm. I made 33 years old. I made Happy 33. late birthday. Yeah, I made 33. I've been an entrepreneur since I've been about 21, 22. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would tell the homies to go at go for the entrepreneur side. Mm-hmm. But I would I, I but I would say that though. You know, don't don't go off the limb of being an idiot and not having a job. Mm-hmm. You know, 
that can that, that job could fund because you can do both. You can do both. Mm-hmm. I, I wish I would have done both, mm-hmm. but I jumped <laughs> on the porch early, a little bit too early. Right. Uh, but uh, I, I don't regret it. It, it. Not gonna lie, it has helped me. Be, mm-hmm. be, I be jumping off the porch early before some of my peers. It has helped me in the long run. But I'm not gonna lie. I, 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 if if they had if if they had what they had if they had back then what they had now. Mm-hmm. You I'd have been, been, <laughs> been rich, though. Like, if they had social media when I first started doing comedy and stuff, I had to adapt. Uh-huh. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? And then there's so much you can do with your social media. There's so many bags now. Right. Do the streaming. They really, they really put the, they really put the business back in the artist's hands. That's when you build a um, following. Yeah, promo yeah, is one of yeah. the biggest bags you could get on yeah, social media. Of course, because you got corporate people. I didn't got hit up by judges. I did a judge promo before. I didn't done an urgent care clinic before. I didn't done. A funeral home. Damn. I'm, I'm like McDonald's, man. Over 100, over 100 <laughs> some businesses served. You hear me? <laughs> nah, but, but like the thought of the, uh, I was, I was tell cats, the millennials, man, like, I ain't gonna lie, man. Y'all go for it. Mm-hmm. Y'all go for it, man. I, I really enjoy seeing the millennials go for it. Because mm-hmm. like, just as bad as, just as bad as it is, like, because the young homies, they be tripping. You know, they got a lot of that going on. Nice streets. But just streets, yeah. But on the other side, the homies like y'all. Mm-hmm. Man, y'all really like y'all gonna put us in the right place. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Oh, like just as bad as it is on, on it's good too. Mm-hmm. It's both sides. Like, it's just the bad yeah, always get seen more. They than always good. focus on the the, the the young homies who messing up. People, mm-hmm. they, we never focus on the young homies that's doing right. Mm-hmm. That's been like that since I've been small. Yep. Like I'm saying, like for example, like uh, in in a, in a typical black family household, you know, the cousin that's going to jail. Back and forth, he gets the attention. Everybody asks him about him when they see him. him. They be happy to see him. But the other cousin, he going to college. He's not a problem. Mm -hmm. He's he's respectful. You know what I'm saying? Like he's well self spoken. You know what I'm saying? Like he gets no attention. Little recognition. Little recognition. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to do more of that. And I think because that that kind of plays to the part of why the young homies be turned up so much. Mm -hmm. It's been like that since I've been small. You know, that's how. Cats end up going that route because, you know, they see that's what a praise at. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, if we gave more praise to the younger homies with what they doing, I think that'll help. Like, last week I had posted this little cat on my page. His mom had sent me his stuff. He was, this was no promo, no paid promo. She sent me his stuff. He was, he's going to, this fall he's going to be, uh, he's going to be attending Arizona State University. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's major. And that gym, you hit you. you. That's why you yeah, posted man, out of that's love. Major. Yeah, man. I'm not saying that. You um grew up in New Orleans. That's correct? Yeah. I grew up in New Orleans. I'm from New Orleans, New Orleans. Uh-huh. Now, um, how is it? I don't even want to say how is it growing up in New Orleans. <laughs> I want to say what's the, I'll say, what's the difference between New Orleans and other cities or states with, uh, with talent? Our culture. Mm-hmm. We different. Mm-hmm. Talk about the culture, the second uh, lines. the All that, all, all, our culture is just unique. People, like it's deep. Everything has a starting point. Like people don't know that <clears throat> New Orleans is, is older than the state itself. Right. So all the way back then, it's French just purchase, huh? French, Louisiana French purchase, mm-hmm. eighteen oh three. I think. I think it was eighteen oh three. History amazing. Huh? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I think it's so critical. Like that's the name of the food stamp card. It's called the Louisiana Purchase. You don't. Even I know didn't that. know that. I never. The even name of the food stamp card, card is called the Louisiana Purchase. <laughs> If you go look at your food stamp card, or whatever, go to your aunt, go grab the food stamp mm-hmm. card. It says Louisiana. It says Louisiana. It says, I'm all back. I back up off the mic. That's mm-hmm. my fault. It says Louisiana Purchase. All right. Yeah. So it's like it's everything is like it's history. It's, it be inside. I think so. It's really it's really inside. You gotta really like you have to 
read to understand. You have to listen to understand instead of listening and read to reply. Mm-hmm. And I think you'll comprehend stuff a little more better. You know what I'm saying? Just slow down. That's how I, that's how I attack daily life. So, uh, like, you know, people say the Creole stuff and all that, whatever. It's just we really like island people. <laughs> like, New Orleans is like, I would say we are part of the Caribbean uh-huh. family. The way we dance. Right. It's just like Jamaicans, the, the Caribbeans, the, the Caribbean island people, the people in those areas, they dance like us, right. like the fast, yeah, yeah, this different tempo. It's the like same tempo, mm-hmm. same tempo. The shaking, the ass shaking, the, the, the shake, the, the booty shaking, the, uh, the feet dancing, all that stuff. You <laughs> feel me? Even the uh, like uh, like like Brazil has the Mardi Gras and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I want to say it's Mardi Gras it's called Carnival. You feel me? Uh, 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 I guess. Our lingo. Mm-hmm. We don't talk like nobody in America. Nope. Like, like once you pass, once you pass Slidell, you lose your accent. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk like nobody. Like we, North Shore, we, huh? we, we ask a question and answer it. Like you going to the store, huh? Right. You hear me? You <laughs> <laughs> going to the store, that's huh? Crazy. You feel me? Like, I'm serious. Like don't nobody talk like us. Nothing. We really not from America. Right. New Orleans is a third world. Country, that's it's why, just moderate. That's you know why what I'm a lot of people from New Orleans always say, "Don't include us with Louisiana." We, that's all, it's, we it's, our own yeah, state. Yeah, it's not like we're trying to play people or like that. We're really different. Uh-huh. Like, listen, we eat off the land, man. Like, if you went to a, a Caribbean island or something like that for a vacation, listen, mm-hmm. you, can, you get off. And this what I mean, eat off the land, man. You can you dock your boat or something right there, right at the Mississippi River or something like that. Like, say if you dock your boat by the river walk, uh-huh. you can get off. The boat on a river walk and walk down Canal Street, walk through New Orleans, and you can get whatever you need without going into a store. Yeah, you feel me? All the way down to food. Now you can, you can. They got some you, early in the morning, Saturday morning. You can catch these men or whoever it is off the interstate selling fresh shrimp they just caught. Yeah, all type of shit, watermelons. Just like they, they <laughs> right, like they got fresh shrimp. Like this is not at the store. They just caught these like five hours ago. Facts. We not like nobody else, bro. I just be, you know, I just be stressing that. I use that for my comedy. I use that advantage for my comedy. How I move around throughout the country. Uh, now saying that with the comedy, since you from New Orleans and we have such a strong culture, how do you try not to be too boxed in with New Orleans comedy and just relating to the New Orleans people and trying to relate to other people from different cities who don't understand New Orleans lingo and slang? And some like the projects. You might have a video about the projects, like the Magnolia. A lot of people might not know about that outside of New Orleans. How do you? All right. So let me let me let me uh de- give you some detail on that. So I do my homework. Mm-hmm. People outside of New Orleans they do know. know about the Magnolia project. They know. That's why I did the Magnolia project. <laughs> right. You feel me? You have to know. Mm-hmm. Like Cash Money and No Limit helped me put that on. They helped me. Like when I like by them. Stamping the country and the world mm-hmm. with New Orleans, I followed their map. Mm-hmm. People don't really know that. I followed their map. That's why like, I, I consider myself a hot boy of comedy or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you asking me, I'm pretty more than sure people ask Cash Money back in the day. Mm-hmm. How can people relate to what they say? So, and in different places, the same thing go on. You have projects, you got hoods, y'all, you got, it's, you got the hood culture everywhere. Right. It's just, again, we... Different, different you feel me? So what I do is I I I would attack the things that people would that that people pretty much known of from New Orleans as far as like the popular sets, you know, like the Magnolia. I talk about Birdman Street, you mm-hmm. know. And to be honest with you, 
excuse me, people from other places really enjoy my comedy because I'm like a historian of New Orleans to them, but in the and comedy way, them. I'm teaching them. Mm-hmm. So it's, that's why the effect is kind of different. So it's like, man, you know, even when I do do jokes or do comedy content mm-hmm. that's not about New Orleans, my New Orleans flavor is still going to spin, going to it's going to still be in it some way, somehow. Thanks. Like without me trying, I always keep the culture indulged in what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So, because uh, ain't a lot because people from home be they 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 look at it like a they look at it like they look at they look at it like a box. Mm-hmm. They they look at they look at what I'm doing like a box. They'll be like, man, you should do comedy and everybody can understand. I be like, they do understand it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You from New Orleans, so you just think that everybody knows New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying? Like and they don't really know. Mm-hmm. They think that what I'm saying, people understand, they do understand. Because New Orleans is like a favorite place. Like, people love this place. So when I open my mouth or whatever I'm doing in front of people that's not from here, mm-hmm. they're going to pay attention to me faster than the other dude. Right. They're going to look at my... I'm telling you, the people have told me. I have people that have told me. At first, I didn't understand your content, but it didn't matter because it was just so different. And then they just learned. They caught up. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So that's, and that's how, I helped me. that's how I helped myself stay in my lane without me going in other lanes and trying to do what this comic doing and doing this comic doing. I just strictly do what's good for Mario, you feel me? Right. Now, um, what going on, I, I watch a lot of interviews with comedians and different people on social media platforms, and the, a, lot, a big question that's asked a lot is, what is the difference between the Instagram comedian and a stand-up comedian? But I want to ask, which one is more exciting for you? Stand up. Mm-hmm. Stand up is way more exciting. Why? Because there's real people in front of you. It's difficult, way harder. It's way difficult, harder. It's challenging. Mm-hmm. And you you don't have no, you can't erase no video. You can't erase nothing. <laughs> you can't start over. You can't be like, I don't like this one. Do it over. Right, you messed it up. <laughs> nah, you got 30 to 60 seconds. To get the attention. To get the attention. Probably 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, a lot of comics on Instagram, they try to downplay Instagram. And a lot of Instagram comics, I mean, a lot of Instagram comics try to downplay stand-up. It's back and forth. Between. And a lot of stand-up try to downplay Instagram. Me, I can do both. I was just about to say, what, what, what's your view on it since I, you do both of them? My view on it, I can't knock either one of them because both of them are needed. Mm-hmm. Like, I would rather a, a lot of followers and I want the yeah, off-stage the stuff. Yeah, the crowds. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, because I didn't want to mess with Instagram at first. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was like, I didn't think that it was, you know, people were showing me com- comedians on Instagram. And I'm like, man, that's not real comedians. I do comedy for real. I travel. I go here, I go here. Especially when it went from 15 seconds to the minute. To, to the, the minute. Whole, to the whole thing. Yeah. I, and I adapted with all that. Mm-hmm. So my friends pretty much pushed me to Instagram. My homies, it was like, man, you need to get on Instagram. They were showing me DC Young Fly. They were showing me uh, Shush. Right. You feel me? It was like, I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm not. I'm a real comedian. I'm like, you know, I'm I looking. go out there and do this. Yeah, and I'm looking. And at the time, I'm just, I'm just being ignorant to something. I'm mm-hmm. being ignorant. Because, lo and behold, Instagram has helped me. I was just about to say me? that. Especially with a pandemic and you yeah. not being able to go out when it first, when the pandemic yeah, first. of course. Everything shut oh, yeah. down. You're getting the Instagram promo and bag. And, so, and then, okay, now see, so you got two sides, too, mm-hmm. right? Right? Just like they helped me during the pandemic. That's true. But in 2018, Instagram shut my page down for Four months. Mm-hmm. And you right? was out here getting it. Huh? And I was still getting it. <laughs> still getting it. it and I, I missed some bags on it. Uh-huh. Don't get it twisted. But 
That's the, that's when the moment I realized I wanted Instagram and not needed it. I will never be at the mercy of a social media mm-hmm. platform. It's not about to happen. You feel me? So I make sure I stay tuned in and tapped into off Instagram activities too. So, like stand up again, it's more exciting than Instagram, but I would rather both. Mm-hmm. Instagram is kind of easy for me though. You know, I make it hard because I want to do the best content. I want to be different. Yourself. I'm going like you. You make whatever you do. You make it hard if you want to be. If you want to be better at it, mm-hmm. like if you want to be a, a good ass athlete, you're gonna make your process hard because you're gonna have to do stuff that other athletes ain't doing. You're gonna have to work harder, train harder, just like um with comedy. Whatever it is you're doing, but if you want it to be time. better, it's gonna be harder. Mm-hmm. Period. You feel me? It's just. The process of Instagram, the process of getting the Instagram reaction is is easier. Mm-hmm. What's the, do stand what up. you mean reaction? Like comments? Comments. Like, like if I post a video. And a big celebrity post it. Yeah, boom. You know that's, a, that, yeah. that's the goal that's the on goal. Instagram. That's the goal on Instagram, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? My first 48 video went viral, but it didn't go viral for me. Mm-hmm. People ain't know I was a comedian. It was I, I was so good on the video that they thought it was real. Until this day, they still think it's real. Yeah. I'm just, people are right now finding out. That right you're now. a real comedian. That I'm a real comedian. I'm cool with that. So. Dang. Um, what do you feel you will ever have to choose between stand-up and Instagram once you reach the certain level you want to reach? No. I'm not going to have to choose, but uh, I won't be doing as much Instagram content when I reach, when I reach the next level. Because mm-hmm. that's where I'm at right now. What's that's the, the next point level? Of, like, the next level is when, you know, you don't have to really be on Instagram too much because you're gonna be doing so much other stuff that uh, that's gonna cover things. your Instagram. I just gonna cover the time. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like that now. I'm choosing to do promo. It's like that now. People don't see everything I do. I do so much stuff. I don't have time to post it. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like I I got seven services that I I offer to people, and I and I'm and, and I shop my content daily. I market myself daily. Mm-hmm. So all that leads to other things. That's just not on social media. You what, feel me? What does um shop content mean? Like you, you know, mean, uh, you know, pretty much gathering it up and and, and sending to different different distribution. Mm-hmm. You know, they got social media distribution companies out here now, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I send it to uh to artists. You know, you know, I send it to the independent artists and the independent labels. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm you know you that's like why this. you appear in a lot of um music of, videos. Of course, yep, just like that. You mm-hmm. feel me? That's why I'm in my shop, my content. Mm-hmm. I just can't just really rely on social media because it's right there. You know, it's gonna be here. Mm-hmm. You know? Now, um, how do you focus on like you say you're trying to get to that next level? How do you right. focus on not being stagnant and I would I would guess complacent with where you at right now because you have a huge following, you're growing daily. How do you be like? Man, I I just got to get to that next level. I can't stay here. I I'm grinding. I'm trying to get it. Uh, I don't think about it. Mm-hmm. I know that's why I'm, I know that's the plan. I know that's where I want to go, mm-hmm. and I put the I put the work, effort, the man hours, the energy, and the, you know I put all the mental stuff into what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I don't really think about the day, the time, or the moment it's gonna happen. And that's no that's no strategic way I have about going about trying to get to the next level. I but I, what I I will tell you is this: I make sure I keep my content stacked up. I got a I got a real catalog. Vault, huh? I got a real vault, a real catalog. I got. I have the credentials. That's the most important part. Like, mm-hmm. I have the credentials. Like, I've done mainstream movies. I've done an independent movie. That's out on Amazon Prime right now doing this thing. 
I've worked What's with. What's the name of it? It's called. It's called trying to come up. Trying to come up. I've done. A, I got the hookup too. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Uh, I just. I done a movie with Boosie uh, last year called My Struggle. It hasn't come out yet. Uh, that type of stuff helps. Mm-hmm. Like the movie, like for, for example, like you know, I got the hookup too. That was mainstream and stuff like that. But that wasn't the thing that really like helped me this year. All right, that was more of a cameo. Yeah, cameo. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. What 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 helped me this year really was the trying to come up. Mm-hmm. The independent movie because it was it, the movie was was based out of New Orleans and I had my all my peers up in there with me like I had me Rob, Corey, P Town Mo, mm-hmm. Rude Jude, you know Why Die Luck Street Talk, you know what I'm saying another kid. These guys that's my peers like they they on a daily, they're doing their thing out here in New Orleans. So it felt so good working with them mm-hmm. and, and, and seeing the finished product. Yeah, it. so that's why it came out so good. Like it's always stuff like that's gonna take you to the next level. That's why I remain I remain optimistic. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. to what, what I'm doing. I saw um, Kevin Hart said this. Um, I would say a year, uh, a couple years back, he he took a break from doing movies because all he did was um, comedic roles. Right. And he said he wanted to lay back and practice his craft so he would be more versatile and take serious roles. Is that one of your goals to do? Hell yeah, that's why, man. When I do when I do my Instagram videos, like I, I like how I study. When I'm doing, I watch my old self, mm-hmm. and I watch some of my old favorite movies, and film it. Then you know you got YouTube with these acting classes and stuff like that on there. So I just go tap into some of that. You feel me? When I'm having regular conversation, I try I try to talk the right way and pronounce my words the right way. So it's just like a mechanical thing that you have to practice on a daily. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to wait until you get in front of an acting class to start practicing working on your skill. Like I do so much that I just involve a certain technique, and what I'm doing that day. And that will be my practice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For a role or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know, when I read for a role or whatever, you know, I I I, I would just go into that character for the week, the whole week. Mm-hmm. People don't even wouldn't even know. I'd be talking to my friends and they wouldn't even know that I'm this character. <laughs> and I'm because I, I gotta see the reaction from it. If it's, is it real? Is it real? I'm saying uh, so. People I, just yeah. see you talking like that. Why the fuck? You yeah, talking that's like how that? they be like, man, what's wrong with you? Oh, you doing that? Shit. You doing that stuff again right now? You know, they they pretty much know. You know, feel uh-huh. me? So that's pretty much how I do it. Gotcha. Now, with being a comedian, who are some influence? I don't even. I don't want extra influence. I want to ask cool, cool. Your, your top five. Top five stand up comedians. Stand up comedians. Stand up yeah. comedians. All right, my top five stand up comedians. All right, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go D Ray. Uh huh. Number five. I'm gonna go D Ray Davis. D Ray Davis, number five. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go DL Hughley, number four. Uh-huh. All right, here we go. Keep going, keep going. All right. I'm gonna go Eddie Griffin, number three. All right. Last Mike Epps, Mike Epps, number two. Mike Epps. Cat Williams, number one. Oh, you left out of some big ones. Chris uh-uh, Tucker, you, Martin Lawrence, you say stand Eddie up. Murphy. You say stand up. They stand up. That's kind of like Eddie Murphy. You, you act stand up comedians. <laughs> they not stand up comedians. What you they did? You, they, I, they, I guess because they movie they stars as well. Yeah, bro. They movie stars. Yeah, as you well. ask what's my five right, right. favorite stand up comics. You didn't say my favorite, you. my five favorite comics. Gotcha. As a whole, I see. I see. You heard? I just said. I said. I said. Stand D-ray, up. I said D Ray. <laughs> Who strictly stand up? I want to say like they, but they, they do movies too, huh? They do movies, yeah, they but do they movies. known for the stand up, right? That's I why I say D Ray, D L Hughley. Yeah. Who else I said? Uh, Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin. 
Cat Williams. Cat Williams. I mean, Mike Epps and Cat Williams. Mike Epps. They, like, you know, Cat Williams done movies, Mike Epps done movies, that Griffin done movies, D.L. Hughley done movies. Shit, uh, he had a sitcom. Uh, D. Ray is actually in one of my favorite series right now, Snowfall. He plays Peaches, the hitman. Oh, yeah, that's our show. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he plays Peaches the Hitman or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. See, you ain't even, you're like, it didn't hit you. He was on um, Power, too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, but what you know him from? Um, What you know him from? You know him from any movies and stuff? Friday. He was on Friday. D-Ray? Friday. No, he was on Friday. No, he was on Barbershop. Barbershop. That's what he was selling at ATM. Coming in, selling the yeah. stuff. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Stand, you see what I'm saying? Stand but, up. But Mike Epps. You know him from movies. You know All the about movies. the Benjamins, Friday. That's big moves by him. That people that's true. That's true. True. Five. That's true. Uh, I would, but I would put Mike. See, I would put Mike. Mike is in the, the top five. Uh, movies in movies. Comedy. You know what I'm saying? The top five. My favorite top five comics. He's in that top five. Yeah. Stand up. He he's critical. <laughs> he crucial. Mike Epps. Him and Cat Williams are crucial <laughs> on that stage, dog. Right dog, <laughs> them dudes is the truth. Like Mike Epps Cat is Williams. the truth with stand up, dog. Like uh-huh. I don't think cats understand. Like they be downplaying Mike Epps more. Kevin Kevin Hart is he's more liked. Yeah, more star. It's a, it's popularity. He's sometimes. more liked, man. Yeah, that's what it is. Popularity. You know what I'm saying? If I had the choice, yes, I would be Mike Epps. Mm-hmm. Like, cause Kevin Hart not funny. Mike Epps people gonna remember him. Mm-hmm. He is nice. That's that Kevin and Cat. Oh, them to my off the brain. Oh, Improvising. Man. I wanted to ask you this too. With stand up, a lot of big stand up people, comedians say when they get interviewed that they talk about how I want to put this that being a comedian, it could be so sensitive with telling some jokes about race, about religion, <laughs> about gender. Is people gay or straight? How do you feel about that? Bruh, <laughs> they're going to mess our job up. Uh-huh. Like, social media people are so sensitive and stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're going to mess up. Our job is to talk about stuff that people don't have the balls to talk about. Mm-hmm. But we make it funny. Right. You know, you, people got to stop taking everything as an insult. Right, nowadays, it's so sensitive. Anything, you can say a comedian. Yeah, anything, anything, dog. Like, it's messed up. Like on, Insta- like, on Instagram, though, if you type in fag, dyke. Oh, they going to take your post They'll take down. it all. You're right. But I can put nigga in all my posts. Right. Nigga, 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 That's ironic. They not gonna touch shit. Like they have their picks and choose, and that's foolishness. They turn they starting to make me feel like I'm just like the Catholic schools of 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 social media starting to turn to Instagram. At first it was Facebook. Or Facebook. That's what I call it. I don't like fake book. Well, it's called Facebook. A lot of they should call it fake book. Like fake shit. Faking. Instant. I swear, fake book is the is the is the Chris is, is the uh, Catholic school of social media. Uh-huh. They would be like the private school, if if <laughs> like fake they Facebook. Strict, they strict on oh, a lot of things. Oh, they super strict, man. What's up, Cole? Mm-hmm. A dog bag chase a Cole. Now, now we're saying that um on a being strict. How do you maneuver around that? Do you tailor your um post to not try to get taken down, or do you just be raw as you could be? Well, I can't be raw as I be, bro. I can't be tape. Mm-hmm. It's social media. They gonna certain like they just flag. I just put up a skit with me and uh P Town Mo the Silhouette Challenge. Oh yeah, they took that down. They report. They 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 took it down off Mo page and took it down off mine. Somebody reported Mo page, you know. But uh, some of my people are taking the stuff to like you know taking it to heart. Like I had a chick DM me like that's not cute. That shit not funny. 
he on that naked got his I'm like that man not naked and that was his hand right everybody like you looking like for the stuff. negative right you looking for the negative you gotta expect that though everybody ain't gonna it's stupid though it's right. aggravating like sit your yeah. ass down somewhere go take a nap yeah like get off get off my back uh-huh. you now, feel me now Lord. with that knowing that it's um we in Black History Month. This is the first day of um, February. I want to say that. You have a popular song, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Black Lives Matter. How did you come up with that? Uh, I was joking around in the studio one day. Uh-huh. All right, you really want the truth? Yeah. Okay, so all my jokes are inspired by real events, real uh-huh. situations. Right. So I am sitting in the studio, and this rap artist coming out. And it, and this is around the time when, you know, uh, uh Alan Sterling was killed by the police and stuff like that. Right. God bless the day. And it was real critical. Mm-hmm. So everybody was making Black Lives Matter songs. Right. You know, us, we going to run to the gun and promote ourselves regardless of what's going yeah. on. Shirts, hoodies, you know songs. How you know how I go, bro. So um, I'm in the studio, and uh, he coming out, and he get on the mic. Hit him with the 30 in the clip. Ran down on his whole click. Black Lives Matter. I'm like, what the? F- <laughs> what? Did he just say, he just killed some dudes and their partners and yelled out Black Lives Matter? And he kept on saying something stupid and kept saying Black, Black Lives Matter. Matter. Ran on his house, robbed everything. Black Lives Matter. <laughs> so. <laughs> The fuck, bro? Shout out this drumroll house. <laughs> Shout out the church. Shout out the cult. Shout out the door. <laughs> Black Lives Matter. <laughs> I forgot all the left, man. Shit. <laughs> all right, that's how you made it so. No, oh, yeah, and that's and that's when I was like, after he left, I was laughing so hard. My my homie, he would do the, my my one of my he was my content manager uh, probably some years ago, mm-hmm. like about 2016. A shot the silk on the track. He was uh, <laughs> he was like, "Come on, let's do it." Like, why he said the song he just done, mm-hmm. but just do it with the bones beat. So, I hope they get on. The, I got on the beat and I was like, "Black Lives Matter," <laughs> but I started replacing it with you know other stuff. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I didn't take the song from it like that. Nah, it's my song. Mm-hmm. It's just, just it inspired it. It was that funny. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And so I made the song. I made the video right, and I posted it. When I posted, people was like, "What a real song, guy." You like driving, huh? I made the real song, so that's how I go about. That's how I go about. That's how. That's how I go about the process of dropping all my stuff. React the people would get the re- yep. Bingo, there you go. Uh huh. Now with that, I want to tap into some of your characters that you made. I yeah. don't know the name of the midget. Legit, let her me legit, legit it. And sissy pyrex, sissy pyrex. Talk about how and jambalaya and jambalaya. Yeah. And you got one more. He knew. I just posted this video. I forgot about Jamalai. Yeah, I just posted this video. I just posted. I got What's a new character. He is, I use him for all my rap songs. It's called the his home. His name is the Playboy cousin. With the, with the Playboy with the bandana. No, yeah, the the bandana. He he also had the baby stuff. He I have the tattoos on his head. Like Birdman. I, yeah, Birdie. I, it's Birdman the cousin. Yeah, Birdie, man. <laughs> you know the video. So Birdman <laughs> My brother at rallies. Sitting in the caddy. <laughs> all right. Get talk about how you talk about how you come up with the character. Start from um Lil G. All right, so Le, again, Lajee was uh, my my content manager at the time. Silk on the track. He was uh, he was we was just we were just fishing for content. That's how I found all my my characters, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I was just trying hard every day 
until I found the right one. You know what Maybe I'm saying? One hit. That's the good thing about Instagram. You know, I call it like it's like my it's like my boot camp. I mm-hmm. can just, you know, it's like auditions, auditions. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To, to 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 really get your real content down. Mm-hmm. Well, your content on lock, whatever character you're gonna use or whatever, so forth. So um, I uh uh, we was uh Martin. Oh yeah, Roscoe. Roscoe. <laughs> my my Silk was like, man, we gonna do. Roscoe, but Roscoe will be able to walk. It's gonna be a gangster Roscoe. New Orleans, but it's not Roscoe. New Orleans Roscoe. So I um I put my knee in the shoe. We did the first video. I'm like, I like it. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Uh, then we did a skit with Le G rapping in the boot, mm-hmm. and it did well. You feel me? So I just continued from, from there. But when I started getting better, it was it was was actually getting my knee in the shoe. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So that's. That really was the learning process of trying to get the best angle for the midget. I did that shit just because I saw your video. I took a picture <laughs> like that. Uh, uh, doing them characters, how do you pick which one? Which one you think is the best out of them four? Uh, my favorite is one of the best. The best one is Sissy Pyrex. Mm-hmm. My favorite is Playboy Cousin. All right. One of my favorite is Jambalaya. So... But but the one that's the the best one is Sissy Pyrex. Mm, that's the one the fans love the most. Yeah, that's the one. That's now, the one. I was saying that Tyler Perry gets flack for dressing up as a woman, acting like a Sissy Pyrex. Well, we don't judge nobody on, on here. I'm right, just right. saying don't that. The, Sissy Pyrex. This is a, this is a, touch, this is, this is a touchy topic yeah. as a comedian. That's do why you I got get, to it. Do you get flack of uh, accused of being gay for that character? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. Uh, people that come in my comments and say stuff like, you play that role too well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so it's so it's so uh, critical because I'm on social media. Mm-hmm. You know, people are really disturbing. I'm gonna say evil. They're very disturbing. Mm-hmm. I didn't had burn pages, DM my girl insults like your bar from the queer right. stuff. All weird type shit. of dumb weird shit. You feel me? Lame shit. You know, coward shit. Of course. Right. You know. You know, social media gave power to people who cowards. All right, who stay in the house all day. Who stay day. in the house all day. These are probably people who would never say nothing in real life. All right. Didn't have no voice when they was in high school or Taking really wasn't popular. Yeah, you know I'm saying I'm gonna take it out on the computer, type shit, whatever. And it's funny, and that's how I, mean, I always tell people people pick, they choose how they wanna look at stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So since he power X, I don't wear a wig, mm-hmm. I don't wear a dress, just don't wear makeup. Sometimes. Yeah, some whatever, cause you know, it's called Sissy Pyrex. It's a gay character, so I don't need to be gay. Right. I just need to be feminine, mm-hmm. right? And if you really follow the character, I've never done nothing with the men up in there. Right. I never, I, I've, you don't, I've never even said that I was gay. It's just talking. Yeah. It's <laughs> psychology. You know what I'm saying? It's uh-huh. like a mind, it's like a mind, it's like a mind, a mind bus. You right. feel me? You know what I'm saying? It's mind They can know the character without you saying that. Exactly. That's the power in it. Mm-hmm. That's how good I am. You I'm selling it without it. the extras. Right. It's just people choose to see that like that. You feel me? Like people say, uh, people get in my comments. Chicks get in my comments. I don't know about that, baby. You play that character too well. I had y'all believe in that That's first the goal, photo. Though, right? That is the goal for you to believe it. You feel I, me? I be watching shows and I be talking with my girl. We be like, ooh, I hate that character. That's what you're supposed to do, though. Right. He made for you to hate him, like, like Tyrego like, Powell. Exactly. Like, I hate, I hate you. That's the whole thing. Like, That's you, the point of you it. Watching, uh, you watching, uh, what is it, Snowfall. Yeah, I really be, like, turned up over Franklin Saint. 
<laughs> you feel me? I be I about to name right. myself Mario Saint. You right. feel me? That's how they be, they be at. Franklin a dog. Oh, you're man. Franklin a dog. Right, right. right. He really make you believe that. But when you hear him talk, he a whole England. He's right. from he England. He's from England, right. right. <laughs> and you be like, what the fuck? He play that shit too thanks, good. Thanks. And look, and, and the thing is, like, when people be like, you play a sister cow, you see, you play a sister power race character too good. Uh-huh. I'm like, I had y'all believing that first fall eight was real. Right. So there's no difference. You just choosing to, you know, look at it a different way. And you know, and, and I ain't gonna lie, like, you know, Natalia Perry, you know, that's that's nothing that he he didn't uh he didn't use that as a gimmick. Mm-hmm. That's something that he been doing since he been probably started his stuff. Yeah, you know, that character, that role. That. Yeah, said nobody forced him to Nobody, f- no, at all. Choice. That was his choice. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, he he staged a, a black grandmother, right. which I think if you're going to go that route, that yeah, was genius. Like that, right. that was genius. Man, he pulled it off. Genius. You know what I'm saying? Other people be like, man, whatever, bro. Whatever. You know, people on the outside looking in, they don't know. They're going to automatically assume they go with the conspiracy theories and... Yeah, man, dogs gotta put the black man in a dress. Mm-hmm. The first comic ever put in a dress was Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. He was white, Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what Tyler Perry even pulled that from. That's your boy from um, Jumanji, right? Yeah, man. That's a dude from, from the movie Pan. Uh-huh. That was the first Medea. Mm-hmm. Just was white. It was Mrs. Doubtfire. Didn't you know what I'm saying? That much attention. Now, we're saying that Stranger from the, from the character, Sissy Pyrex, you got another big song. About the New Orleans Saints, though, oh. and all the superstars. How that came and how you feel about the loss, man. I oh, know you're man. a big Saints fan. <laughs> you done made me real level. This trauma, bro. This trauma, man. You me I'm a Saints fan, too, bro. But I just, oh. the last four years, I just deal with it now. Oh. <laughs> all them damn Saints, bro. How did that come along? Uh, I, I did, just like Black Lives Matter, I did a skit and. It Boom! Cook. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I'm gonna throw it to cook. Cook, oh. let that bit go. <laughs> I took him off the song ASAP. I, told, I damn that boy. I said, I'm taking you off the song, bro. I did a little Uzi. Hey, yo, bro, that's not cool, bro. I'm taking you off the song, bro. Oh man, I'm glad you brought it up. How you feel about that situation? That what? That situation when you the, just talked about. That's weak. You think it's weak? Cause this man. I was about to say, is it a age limit? No, I don't to know. Telling. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know because. These, I don't know who these people is make up the street rules. Right. Everybody like, always say they. 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 <laughs> like, y'all just follow right. whatever. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't even really know. Mm-hmm. So what's presented to us is that apparently, right, uh, the rap artist, the one that made the song Corvette, Corvette, mm-hmm. he ratted. His friend was killed in front of him and his mama. Mm-hmm. And he told. And I'm like, when he's, he was a, 13. he's a child. Right. His friend mom got smoked in front of him. Like y'all retarded. Niggas be acting like they would have done better in that situation. Right. You know, cats always try to tell you what to do after it's done. Like Lil Uzi, you Lil Uzi, like you, you got diamonds on your face. You look like a three, you like a three LW. <laughs> you like a three, you like a three little women. You like, a, <laughs> like dude, like you do dances like this. Instead of instead of men in the eyes. Lil Uzi, big gangster, but. <laughs> This shit funny. You gotta record this shit. That's <laughs> how Uzi be looking people. Are <laughs> oh, my friends are dead? <laughs> he be not uncomfortable. Can you imagine they get a concert in this little short five three duty, like a little midget, like a gay midget? 
He like one of them people that jump out the cake and start dancing and humping on you. <laughs> man, he going in on Uzi, man. Dang. Uzi, you still invited you know to saying? the show. I love, I love Uzi, dog. Like, but like, man, don't do that. Right. Yo, bro, take me out the song, bro. Not cool, bro. You don't know nothing about that. Man, you don't, man, you tripping, man. I don't like, man. You I don't know what the situation I told, was. I told Uzi, you hit, you own it already. Corvette, Corvette. I had a video still up. <laughs> the video up, baby. Corvette, Corvette. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I saw in a past interview, you said you're looking to move to Houston to get from around the New Orleans people who can take what you have right now. Before they take what you have, while you growing, why you feel like that? You have to move to Houston. I, I don't, I don't, I don't. That's not the way. Like, oh, I guess. It's, well, clear it up. For how, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Paraphrasing. Uh, uh, I'm looking. To, I'm looking to expand. All right. That's all that is. Better word, yeah. I'm looking to expand. I don't. I'm not content. I mm-hmm. never want to be a New Orleans comedian. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna say New Orleans comedian. I never just want to be this big New Orleans legend. Right. People consider me that already, bro. But I ain't, I ain't crap, man. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to get to that next level. So, and 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 some people probably took that the same way, and I can't help that. But it's it's no looking down on where I'm from. I ain't one of them cats like F New Orleans. Y'all can't right. do nothing for me. You never hear me talk like that. Uh-huh. You never heard me say nothing like that. As far as like saying that where I'm at, nothing can't happen. Mm-hmm. No, I'm looking to expand, and where I want to get at, it's not going to happen. With me doing that down here, mm-hmm. you feel what I'm saying? Like it's not the way I want to go about getting to where I'm going to go at. They don't have the platform to support that. I was just about to say, is it because of lack of media and resources? In this New the resources. That's all. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to get into that whole conversation with New Orleans. Right, needs. right. Mm-hmm. Cats just need to focus on what they're doing. And that's it. Right. It's gonna happen for them. I truly, I truly, genuinely believe. New Orleans about to have its time. I think. But it's going to be a lot of talent and everything's going to be coming out of it because due to the growth of the production side, like the podcast, the Mm -hmm. videographers, the studios, there's a lot of that going on. Mm -hmm. Not just rap. We just tend to focus on the rap artists. Like nobody focuses on and say anything about cats that's doing stuff like me. You know, Mm -hmm. you. Like that is important. That's what's supporting that whole rap wave right now. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, I'm I'm into production studios. Mm -hmm. I'm into building production studios. That's my that's my baby. That's my that's my dream. That's my Dang, kick. Same. You know, I'm into the production studios because I do a lot, and I and I had to build an environment for me so I can do that a convenient in a convenient way mm-hmm. and in a safe way. You know, I don't like. I'm not saying people are bad people, but I just don't trust all situations. Like you have to play ball on my home field. Mm-hmm. You feel that's just how I gotta go. And like I said, man, I'm just looking to expand more. I want more. And I've been doing what I've been doing genuinely and based out of New Orleans for the last decade. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying nothing can't happen from here. I'm going with the flow of things. Right. But right now, I've been back and forth to Houston like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like this past summer, I was back and forth to L.A. Putting that work in. Yeah, putting that work. I just uh, put out a promo video for a weed dispensary in L.A. called Artistry. Mm-hmm. So that, 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 that was the, that's the goal. Like, you know, I'm, I'm getting more and more out-of-town clientele from mm-hmm. different places. Like, that Weed Dispensary video helped me, and that Trying to Come Up movie helped me. Mm-hmm. Like, if you go to the movie, if you go to Amazon Prime, they got my face to cover for the movie. Mm-hmm. Less strictly from people commenting about my character, because it's not my movie. I'm just, I just started up in it. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, like, and, and, that, and that, too, has sent me all type of waves. I'm getting emails and calls. From people that's doing movies, some I'm taking, some I'm not. 
You feel me? So it's just, you know, you know, my moves, my moves, the stuff I'm doing puts me to that mindset of me wanting to move. Mm-hmm. You know, not people here. Not so no, cool. no, not me, me doing Internal. what I'm doing mm-hmm. and, and, and really putting my foot on the gas and applying pressure. That that has got me to the point to where like I gotta move around some more and consistently because I'm doing a lot and I gotta keep on I'm building my bridge back home. Mm-hmm. Like this ground zero. So I can work on helping home from 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 home, place. from another place. Right. Because I can't help here if I'm always home. I gotta travel. Like I was like this weekend it was Houston, it was Vegas. Within a week shit. Within a week, like within a week of each other, like with, within a week of each other, mm-hmm. it's uh, I had just did two cities. You feel me? Like I'm, I'm gonna consistently continue to move around. Now the whole thing is me moving, me moving to another place. That's not the objective. The mm-hmm. thing is moving my business, connecting. With yeah, other people connecting with other people. Places. You feel me? People, when people say you need to leave New Orleans to make it, they don't really mean shit. Oh, that mercy, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I hate that, bro. Damn. Oh, you got I hit the no button, bro. They're still calling back. So like I was saying, so uh, so when people say you need to move out of, when these people say you need to move to make it, mm-hmm. you moving out of town, that's not what they meant. That's mm-hmm. not what it, because I tried that. They meant traveling to traveling other places. Traveling other places. Mm-hmm. Taking your business and going shop at other places. Not just living somewhere no, else. No, that's going to That shit killed me. Mm-hmm. I had moved to Atlanta for two years and it smoked me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I could have. I was a, The stuff I went to Atlanta to accomplish, I didn't accomplish it because I went to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I, I accomplished it because I just decided to move around. Mm-hmm. Because during that, that stint I was in Atlanta, I was booked in other places, mm-hmm. not in Atlanta. Not in Atlanta. You feel me? Uh-huh. And so that's why I would I would recommend move around because do the social media, do the social media. You moving to another city to make it is an outdated theory, right? Because social media, you basically everywhere. You everywhere all the time, right? So mm-hmm. now I ask you your top five stand up comedians. I want to ask you one more question before we um get out of here. Your mm-hmm. top five. Instagram comedians. All right, talk about Instagram comedians. All right, you can. All right, include you if of you course want I to. Of course, I am Miami. <laughs> <laughs> That's too easy, man. I include myself. Uh-huh. I like, man. I'm, I'm, I'm a different monster, dog. I'm, right. a, I'm on a different level, so I won't make myself like I'm. That's too easy for me to say. Me, mm-hmm. you know, I, I people know, everybody knows up. Right, you, hear me? you know it's him. How many go? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go funny Drewski. Mm-hmm. Uh Ha Davis. Who? Big uh, fella. Big fella, yeah. Ha Davis, I like him. Uh what they got? Um I'm thinking I'm, I'm getting in my head, I'm getting in my head. Hold up. Uh uh five four. Shush. It's my number three. It's yeah. number three. It's number New three. Orleans. Uh and I ain't gonna lie, uh, well, cheating ass Myron, cheating ass Myron. Yeah, that's that's an Instagram. Uh, oh yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, and number one, Corey with the K. Corey with the K. Yeah, on town. Yeah. Now it's Black History Month. Mm-hmm. I want to get this quote off that I wrote down from. What you got for me? 
The first black woman elected to the United States Congress, it is, you don't make progress by standing on the sidelines, whimpering and complaining. You make progress by implementing ideas. How do you feel about that quote? That is, read that again. I need to hear that, bro. You don't make progress by standing on the sidelines, whimpering and complaining. You make progress by implementing ideas by Shirley Chisholm, first black woman elected to the United States Congress. Read that quote one more time. <laughs> you don't make progress by standing on the sidelines, whimpering and complaining. You make progress by implementing ideas by Shirley Chisholm, first black woman elected to the United States Congress. Read that one more time. You don't make progress by standing on the sidelines, whimpering and complaining. You make progress by implementing ideas. Black History Month by Shirley Chisholm, first black woman elected to the United States Congress. One more time for the people in the back. One more time? Yeah. You don't make progress by standing on the sidelines, mm. whimpering and complaining. You make progress by implementing ideas. Shirley Chisholm, give her credit. Yes, Happy indeed. Black History yes, Month. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Somebody just put taking initiative, doing what needs to be done. That, that sound about right that's with the right. quote? Exactly. And that's what... Uh, we need to focus more on having that type of attitude. Because, ideas. Yes, man. That's how you don't be a part of the problem. Right. Be you a know, part of the solution. Exactly, man. Don't be trying to give nobody no ultimatums. You're not offering no options. Exactly. That's, that's just what it is. Any last words for the people? Don't forget to go watch that movie. The new movie. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, y'all not. All right. Trying to come up. <laughs> y'all go watch that. And man, go check out American Skin. Uh-huh. Go check out American Skin. Y'all gotta go check that out. What is that about? That's yeah. about. Uh, it's it's a Spike Lee movie. It's with your boy who played in uh the Nat Turner movie. I forgot the name of it. Uh, uh, I American tar- Skin. American Skin. All right. Dope? Uh, but uh, last words. Uh, talking to Mike. Last words. Uh. What you said? <laughs> the quote, huh? Yeah, brother, so man, you know, and uh, and don't buy weed from nobody wearing a Bluetooth. That's the police. I'm, <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. Uh, if I can say anything, bro, I would say don't give up mm-hmm. because if you do, you're going to erase the potential of anything good happening. Right. So. Episode four of the Tay Visuals Podcast, man. Appreciate Mario the Comic, Comic Goon, coming in, spreading some knowledge. Thank you, bro. Some com- Thank you for being patient with my stupid ass. Late. You're Sorry good. About that. Sorry about but that. episode 14 of this podcast, and we out, man.